Good morning, brothers and sisters. This morning we're studying the physical tests of a true prophet. It'll be interesting to see throughout history in the Bible the way that a true prophet experienced physically the Spirit of the Lord. Let's ask Jesus to guide us. Dear Jesus, please help us to be able to be clearly able to recognize a true prophet between a false prophet. Give us discernment. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's begin with Numbers, chapter 12, verse 6. And he said, Hear now my words, if there be a prophet among you. I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream. <clears throat> Daniel, chapter 10, verse 8. This is Daniel speaking. Therefore I was left alone and saw this great vision, and there remained no strength in me, for my comeliness was turned in me into corruption, and I retained no strength. So they lose their strength in vision. Now Daniel chapter 10 verse 18. Then there came again, touched me one like the appearance of a man, and strengthened me. They are strengthened by the angel. Daniel 10, verse 17. How can the servant of this my Lord talk with this my Lord? For as for me, straightway there remain no strength in me, neither is there breath left in me. They have no breath. Daniel 10, verse 15. And when he had spoken such words unto me, I set my face toward the ground and I became dumb. They are dumb. They are not able to speak. Daniel 10, verse 16. And behold, one like the similitude of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spake and said unto him that stood by me, stood before me, O my Lord, by the vision my sorrows are turned upon me, and I have retained no strength. Their lips are touched by an angel, and they speak without breath. Jeremiah 1. Verse 9. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto behold, I have put my words in the, thy mouth. God's words are in their mouth. Let's read Testimonies, Volume 5, page 677 about Ellen Harmon's experience when she was young. When in my youth I accepted the work given me by God, I received with it a promise that I should have special aid from the mighty helper. There was given me also the solemn charge to deliver faithfully the Lord's message, making no difference for friends or foes. There is no respect of persons with God, whether dealing with rich or poor, high or low, the cultured or the ignorant, there must be no betrayal of sacred trust with the Lord's messenger. Let none entertain the thought that I regret or take back any plain testimony that I have borne to individuals or to the people. If I have erred anywhere, 
It is in not rebuking sin more decidedly and firmly. Some of the brethren have taken the responsibility of criticizing my work and proposing an easier way to correct wrongs. To these persons I would say, I take God's way and not yours. What I have said or written in testimony or reproof has not been too plainly expressed. Those who would in any way lessen the force of the sharp reproofs which God has given me to speak must meet their work at the judgment. To those who have taken the responsibility to reprove me and in their finite judgment to propose a way which appears wiser to them, I repeat, I do not accept your efforts. Leave me with God and let him teach me. I will take the words from the Lord and speak them to the people. I do not expect that all will accept the reproof and reform their lives. But I must discharge my duty all the same. I will walk in humility before God, doing my work for time and for eternity. Second Samuel chapter 23, verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. Numbers twenty four sixteen. He hath said, which heard the words of God, and knew the knowledge of the Most High, which saw the vision of the Almighty falling into a trance, but having his eyes open. God controls their tongue. Their eyes are open in vision. Numbers 23, 20. And when he looked on Amalek, he took up his parable and said, Amalek was the first of the nations, but his latter end shall be that he perish forever. They cannot reverse the words that that God gave them. Second Corinthians twelve two to four. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth, such an one caught up to the third heaven. So they are unconscious of their surroundings. Oh, I haven't finished reading. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth, how that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. So he was unconscious of his surroundings. He didn't. He couldn't tell what was happening in or out of his body. Visions are given in presence of witnesses who bear testimony to fulfillment of these tests. They're not given in some little private corner somewhere with no witness. <clears throat> okay, let me summarize. It's very short, but let's summarize it. There are still powerful tests. So a true prophet will have visions. While they are in vision, they will lose their strength. They will be strengthened by an angel. They will have no breath. They will be dumb. Their lips will be touched by an angel. They will speak without breath. God's words are in their mouth. God controls their tongue. 
Their eyes can be opened in vision. You cannot reverse the words given them of God. They're unconscious of their surroundings. And they are given in presence of witnesses who can bear testimony to the fulfillment of these tests. So this gives you some tests to know. If somebody claims to be a prophet and they've had this vision alone somewhere. Okay, doesn't work. That failed that test. So they have to be in presence of witnesses and you could hold a glass in front of their mouth and there will be no breath but they'll be talking and you'll tell by the sound of the voice and the words that are spoken God controls their tongue their eyes will be open in vision they uh, will be strengthened by the angel Ellen White had visions where she walked around the room holding with one hand a heavy heavy Bible up for the longest period of time long period of time no one could ever have held up that long and her eyes, she, her eyes were open as she walked around. There was no breath. and um, But no one could move her arm. They didn't have the strong. They couldn't take that Bible or bend her arm. Um, God was in control of what was happening to her. She was unconscious of her surroundings. They, somebody even pricked her eye with a needle, and she didn't even flinch. Um, so these were tests of a true prophet. She passed them all. Let's close with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we know that the gift of prophecy will be given to those in your church. We know that many people will have these gifts, but that there was only, only one leading prophet during every period of time in history. And we can safely accept their word as truth from you. They're your words. And we trust in that, Lord, and thank you. I pray for those who are here with me today as they begin to learn these things, that they will be able to defend themselves from false prophets, for there are many gone out into the world. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Tomorrow morning, we're going to study the characteristics of a true prophet, for there are characteristics that we can recognize. Have a wonderful day. God bless you today.